Sober Gratitudes is a podcast dedicated to spreading the hope in recovery from addiction. It is an inclusive show that does not promote or represent any recovery program. When my guests and I discuss what keeps us sober, we are referring to our own unique experiences. Our goal is to encourage and give hope to those who are struggling and need support. Mondays with Mackenzie on Sober Gratitude. Did somebody say Mackenzie? Hi, everyone. We're so glad you're back. Thank you for joining us again for Mondays with Mackenzie. We're here. We are here. And we are so glad you're here. Grateful. Thank you for the people who have reached out in the past week. It means so much to us. Oh, yeah. Um, And we're just so grateful that we can help those that have reached out over the past week. I'm just blown away. Same. It's overwhelming. It's like good overwhelming. It's just the love that we feel. The people are listening. Yeah. For the people who reach out, nothing but love. And it's just really, um, it's what Mackenzie and I want to do. We want to hear from you. And we want to help. And we just were like so excited about today's episode. (laughs) But we we, were just talking about it for so long. Like, why don't we just start recording? What are we doing? Yeah. And and it's what it's it's something that we did this weekend. And um Mackenzie had never seen this movie. It's called Flight with Denzel Washington. If you haven't seen it, just stop listening right now. Turn off this podcast. Right, turn it off. And but please come back yes. after you've seen the movie. Yeah. Because the movie is so powerful. Um I, I've seen it hundreds of times in the nine years that I've been sober. And I always um, get something from it. I always, um, I'm always moved profoundly. It's just, Mackenzie, what did you think? You, Mackenzie saw it for the first time and I was so excited <laughs> to be watching it. Wa- we watched it together. Yeah, we watched it together. I, I'm still taking it in. It was very emotional for me to watch because I'm an alcoholic and Denzel did an amazing job portraying what it's like to live in an uh, active alcoholism and he does such a good job as I'm sure maybe some of you know that um, Denzel is one of us and uh, is a recovering alcoholic. He is outspoken about it. So we feel we can share that. He um, feels passionately about recovery like Sarah and I do. And this movie to me, it almost felt like a tribute. It felt like honoring people that have died from this disease. Mm-hmm. It, the movie helps spread awareness to people who are not alcoholics, who um, don't understand, don't understand yeah. that it's 
when you're it's in that, like, you don't have a choice. Like, you don't have a choice to live in the the shackles from it. No human power can pull you out. And he did, he just did an amazing job. It was brilliant. He's brilliant. It was uh, beautifully made. Sarah and I were crying so hard, especially at the end. It was uh, beautifully done and I, I highly recommend it. Um, for anyone, but especially if you're an alcoholic, because you can, or I, I surely identified a lot. Yeah. It's, he, yeah. Every time I watch it, I feel like I hear something different. I hear something new and, and what, um, what we want to focus on is just like how he is portraying the real alcoholic and he shows it through what happens in his life and how major things have like this is spoiler spoiler alert galore right. so yeah <laughs> basically i mean the the movie starts out he's a brilliant pilot he is has a 3 day layover and he spends those 3 days com- uh, drug, obliterated, obliterated yeah. totally wasted and doing drugs. And the morning he has to fly out again. He is hungover, but still really drunk. He's still drunk. So he does cocaine so he can, can kind of wake up. Yeah. And then he goes out to fly. And he and, drinks yeah, while, he, he's dry, while he's flying. Yeah. But he goes in and he's so cocky. Like he's really like so confident about charismatic Mm -hmm. and funny and just puts on a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like just such a presence. Yeah. And so he, and this, and the co-pilot is picking up on the fact that he's cocky and we learn later on that he smells alcohol in his breath and he takes off and they immediately have problems like with turbulence but he's just so cocky and he's like, we got this, we got this. And fortunately he's good enough. So he keep he gets through all the turbulence and gets up into the, into um, non-turbulent skies. But then there's a malfunction with, a, with, with the, the plane. plane and he ends up, I won't tell you, like he ends up Literally landing saving. It. Yeah. He, yeah. He's saved a lot of souls. And, but there was a few that did die Yeah. and it was amazing. It's just amazing. He was that a he hero. Landed. He, he a came total... out a hero. Yeah. Absolutely a hero. He was a Navy pilot before he became a um, pilot of the airline. commercial, <laughs> commercial flight. Yeah. 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 Whatever they're called. Yeah. He was a hero. He was, he was a, a hero. hero. But then we see the, what like the public's not seeing is how he's in a hospital bad and he's you can see immediately that he's detoxing he's detoxing he's in fear because he's you know uh he he requests that his dealer cut like come in and supply him with like cigarettes and at that moment he's he says no i don't want any alcohol so you're like oh okay so wow right from the beginning you're thinking that of course that plane crash 
that that was it that was enough oh my gosh yeah six people died yeah Yeah. he was a hero but you know he was drunk he was really drunk like wouldn't that be enough yeah and that and so that happens a lot with alcoholics like you hear people who have like three duis and like okay is three times a charm? Are they going to yeah. stop drinking? And maybe they think, yeah, okay, this is it. I'm going to stop. This is it. It's enough. It's enough. But I guess what we're going to talk about is that like. That wasn't enough for it, him throughout the whole movie. I mean, he loses his family. He has no relationship with his son. He gets introduced to Alcoholics Anonymous. He gets introduced to the 12 steps and that's not enough. No human power could save him or get him sober. And it's really powerful how they portrayed that throughout the whole movie that he didn't, like he literally was a slave to his alcohol. And you could tell he wanted to stop. Like a few times through the movie, he would stop drinking and, and, but then something would happen and he, would pick up right where he left off, but even stronger, even harder. And that, that was my experience too. Like I would go through phases when I was drinking where I would stop drinking. Um, or I would like make these rules for myself. Like I'm only going to drink like on these days, or I'm only going to drink this and Mm -hmm. you know what what we do. And then all of that fails, ultimately fails. And I'm back, you know, back to the races, drinking more, harder, heavy, heavier. And, that's what happened with him. His his alcoholism progressed throughout the movie. And we get to see wonderful examples that like people who don't know, like maybe if, if, if you're a listener who's not an alcoholic and you have a loved one who is, and you're trying to understand the insanity, not like schizophrenia, like or any kind of mental, but like the insanity of alcoholism and how it really impacts your thinking so significantly that like, even like, and and I can identify with so much of what happened to Denzel's character when it's like, you think you've got it under control. Mm -hmm. Like I got it this time. Like, and then while you're drinking, like, I remember I would pick up again after like maybe drying out. And I think I've got it this time. I've got it this time. And, and you, and your the confidence, like that liquid confidence. Okay, oh, this yeah. is my last time. This is it. This yeah. is, I'm done. I'm done. And then, but then it's not. And then you just, oh my gosh, the deflation. Like, like how the could feeling, I do that again? Like, why did I do it? It's like the how same did I get thing here again, yeah, again. And it's worse. And it's so frustrating. And so you, we get to watch Denzel's character through a, a lot of a uh, series of events and things that happen. And he's got all. He's got this whole like team around him, corralling around him to kind of co-sign his bullshit oh, yeah co-sign because you can imagine just from the movie i mean he was an air he was a pilot so he has like the pilots union the faa lawyers like all wanting a lot of this to be covered up or to just kind of go away or so you have like that side of it which was powerful that they were like just stop drinking like just just stop like mm-hmm. we have you know a hearing coming up like just stop and then a lot of like controlling behind the scenes, trying to have him 
almost as if, and it's not their fault. Like these other characters thought that he had a choice. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. And that's something I can identify as an alcoholic, um, with my family members or friends that they're like, just stop. Yeah. Fuck Mackenzie. Like just get it together. Yeah. Just only have one or two. Yeah. Just why do you have to drink right now? Right. Just like, like I had a choice. Yeah. Like I wanted to die. Like yeah. that's the only thing that was helping me, you know, yeah. that stopped helping. But, um, and we watched that happen and he, and it's so identifiable for the, like for anyone who is an alcoholic, who does not have that off switch. Like for me, Sarah, I can identify with like once he put alcohol in his body, he couldn't stop. It was impossible. It was impossible for him to stop. And that's exactly my experience with alcohol. Same. I wanted to. Yeah, same. I wanted to so badly. But once I start, once I had that first sip in my system, I was, I was done. Yeah. I, I had no control over it. So the course of the movie, like he is, he has, like you think, like, like guy, this this alcoholic's pretty lucky because he has all these people crawling around him. Mm -hmm. They're 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 basically, um, it's like this codependency where they're they're wanting to help him out so they he can get like a free pass. Out yeah, of, he can like, keep his pilot's license. Yep, license, and, and he can just keep living on, keep drinking. Then, yeah, the yeah. airline will get off unscathed, and and you know life will just go back to normal, you know? Right. And so the people helping him, they're not alcoholics. So they don't understand when they keep seeing him, like keep slipping up. So they, at, towards the end, they say, um, okay, you've got to just, you, you're, you're fucking this up more. Like yeah. you, you, the media is getting a hold of like these things that are, that you're doing, like barging into your ex-wife's home and like, like just, it was becoming more and more chaotic, like, and really just so insane, like his life. And <clears throat> so at the end, like when the, they're saying, okay, you've got to stay sober for just this. For 10, right. It was 10 days. Yeah. I said, you're going to be speaking to. I think it was going in front of um, the NTSB or the FAA. That's yeah. was like the final, like, I don't know if it was like a hearing, but it was the final like this is when he could prove that he was competent on that flight and we won't get into the details but which we'll talk about in a minute Denzel Washington his character we see him in a state of intoxication for most of the movie and he real he looks like a disaster like a total complete disaster and he is his life is is a mess and he's um, doing really awful things and it's his disease. It's his disease of alcoholism. And then he dries out for eight days before he does this hearing. And so there's a scene where you see him for the first time having like a full, like a solid week being dried out, like mm -hmm. sober, sober from the drink. And I remember like seeing him and, and how he was behaving and it's like, oh my gosh, he's like a completely different person. And he, the way he talks, the way he is when he's sober and how he's, it's like, you see the real, the real 
alcoholic who's dried out for those eight days. So I don't know if we want to read about the real alcoholic. I'd love to. Okay. I'd love to. So I'm going to read a page, page 21 in the book, Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm just going to read a portion of it, but I think this kind of drives home what we're talking about. But what about the real alcoholic? He may start off as a moderate drinker. He may or may not become a continuous hard drinker. But at some stage of his drinking career, he begins to lose all control of his liquor consumption once he starts to drink. Here is the fellow who has been puzzling you, especially in his lack of control. He does absurd, incredible, tragic things while drinking. He is a real Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He is seldom mildly intoxicated. He is always more or less insanely drunk. His disposition while drinking resembles his normal nature, but little. He may be one of the finest fellows in the world, yet let him drink for a day and he frequently becomes disgustingly and even dangerously antisocial. He has a positive genius for getting tight at exactly the wrong moment, particularly when some important decision must be made or engagement kept. He is often perfectly sensible and well-balanced concerning everything except liquor, but in that respect, he is incredibly dishonest and selfish. He often possesses special abilities, skills, and aptitudes, and has a promising career ahead of him. He uses his gifts to build up a bright outlook for his family and himself, and then pulls the structure down on his head by a senseless series of sprees. He is the fellow who goes to bed so intoxicated he ought to sleep the clock around. Yet early, I'm going to keep going just for a little bit. He early, yet early next morning, he searches madly for the bottle he misplaced the night before. If he can afford it, he may have liquor concealed all over his house to be certain no one gets his entire supply away from him to throw down the waste pipe. As matters grow worse, he begins to use a combination of high-powered sedative and liquor to quiet his nerves so he can go to work. Then comes the day when he simply cannot make it and gets drunk all over again. Perhaps he goes to a doctor who gives him morphine or some sedative with which to taper off. Then he begins to appear at hospitals and sanitariums. So I feel like the whole movie was based around that. And that I wasn't planning on reading that much, but it's like, it's so important. This part of Mm -hmm. the book. Mm -hmm. Because we saw like in that moment drop. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Because in that moment, when we see Denzel having like at eight days, like, and he, and he count, and he's like, so you can see, he's like really proud of himself. And then you're like, you see this sensible guy. Like this brilliant, well balanced, respectful. Mm -hmm. But then, as soon as you put liquor in to the system, that all just it just disappears, and like that's the insanity of of the disease of alcoholism. Um, And the the book that Mackenzie read from the the solution to this disease. It's literally from it's, the chapter, yeah. there is a solution. Yeah. There is a solution. And what a relief that is. It's total relief. And he had to get to a place, which I think 
maybe we can like wrap things up. Yeah. Talking about the end of the movie when he has oh, one part. more opportunity to lie yeah. or to not lie about the situation. And, and this is what we found to be the most powerful part of the movie is, um, is kind of like what you, Mackenzie, what you and I experienced as well. Right. We came to a complaint of complete deflation where we just could not handle the lying. Even if we weren't lying to other, if we were lying to ourselves, lying to people around us, even not, not necessarily about alcohol, but just like everything in general about how our lives are. And, um, and the, and the end of the movie we we witnessed this with Denzel Washington's character. I don't know if you want to talk about that, Mackenzie. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, he's given, he's literally placed in a position where he has two ways of going. He can either tell a lie that will make his life easy for what you would think. It his life would go back to normal. Normal meaning no, like continuing yeah. the lying. Continuing the lying. Continuing right, active right. alcoholism. And it would make his bosses happy and the airline happy and everything would go back to this facade of right. hell. Or he can tell the truth and have to face some serious consequences. And he chose the second path. And it was so powerful because in that moment when he was in the courtroom or whatever you want to call it his when he made the decision that he didn't want to live one more day like that anymore it was like relief even though he was going to go to prison and lose his pilot license his what he's passionate about he was going to lose everything and it was so i'm like i have the goosebumps talking about it because it was so powerful and then the scene switches, like morphs. morphs to um, he's in prison and he's speaking at an AA meeting in prison. And he literally says, I was finished. I was done. I reached my lifelong limit of telling lies. And... I don't think I've ever identified with anything stronger than that. And, you know, the movie ends the last, the last line of the movie was, you know, he's like, you know, it might sound funny as I'm sitting here in prison with shackles on, but for the first time in my life, I'm free. And wow. That is so powerful. And that's the freedom I always talk about in my posts. Same. I know you do as well, Mackenzie. Yeah. It's like, that's what sobriety, true sobriety is, <clears throat> is freedom. Because he's relieved of the bondage of self. Yeah. He's relieved of the bondage of the addiction to alcohol. It's, he's in a state of remission. It's twofold. He's literally relieved from alcohol, the obsession of alcohol. And the bondage of self, like you said, and both are equally as important and equally vital to me. 
to, to live a free to life. To live a free life. And then that's the power we talk about because people feel like there's, you lose power when you give away your power. Yeah. But this, it's it sounds kind of paradox. Right. It, it is kind of like a paradox. It's ironic in a way. Oh, that, I thought it was. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, like I'm to... not going to give no. my fucking power away. Yeah. But Denzel Washington, he, his character did this. He just, he surrendered what he could not control. And he, he just had no, it was like he was exhausted. That saying, sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Like gift of desperation. The gift of desperation, complete deflation was the, was the foundation upon his new life was born and the new life. Yeah. It's in prison, but you look the way he's speaking to these people, he's helping these men in prison, sharing his story of coming from a place of addiction to recovery and the freedom that comes. Giving that hope. Giving them hope. What we do as as, as alcoholics, like in recovery, is that's what Sarah and I try to do every day is give that message of hope, spread that message of hope because people need to hear it. Yeah. I needed to hear it. Yeah. And at the end, and you see like the visuals in the movie, it's so powerful. Like after he's done with that speaker meeting, they show like, um, they show pictures of him in the jail cell, yes. like celebrating his one year anniversary with people who he had totally fucked over that there was healing that occurred oh between gosh, people yeah. have the goosebumps when I'm saying his this son came to visit him his, at the very end, the his very son. End. And if you really don't want to get a spoiler, this was the very end, his son who literally was trying to kick him out of the house. He's so angry at his father. His father came barging in drunk as anything during this whole escapade and he, he wanted, he hated his father. At the end of the movie, he's, he, his son comes to visit and it's clear that they've, 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 they're at a place of healing in the relationship. And the, the son yeah. says, I'm here to do a college essay, uh, yeah. my college essay. And I want to interview you. And I want to interview, he goes, no, he says, I want to, the, the, the topic or the title is right. who was the most, Interesting. Interesting person I've never met. And then Denzel Washington's character says, oh, okay, okay. And then his son clicks on the recorder and it means him. It means his father. He wants his father to tell his story. And that's going to be used for the the essay for college. It's amazing. Because the college counselor suggested that that would be probably a good idea to do that. You see somebody come from a place of complete deflation to full-blown recovery, and he is saving lives now by helping people in prison. And then when he's out of prison, he is going to continue that journey. That's the journey that Mackenzie and I are on. And we like I'm like trying not to cry right now talking about it because to be able to know that we can use our, our – Experience. Our experiences that were so, so hard and painful to help other people who are where we were at, that to show them that recovery is possible and it's better. It's we have choice now. We have power now. <clears throat> we have the power to help people to get to this place. And I, that's basically the, I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It's 
it's like the highest high almost <laughs> like being able to use use what I thought was a curse for so long and um, what I was so ashamed of to be able to turn that into a message of hope and Sarah and I not to boast but we've helped so many people and then we get to watch those people who we've helped help more people and it's like that's how I want to live my life like that's what matters to me today because we we say often like you know this is life or death and you can have a life that's free and yeah it's emotion it's yeah it's emotional because you know we don't mess around with this you know like we watching that movie and watching Denzel it we've been there and to see him come out from on the other side it's just such a beautiful message of hope and recovery and um and really how Sarah and I want to live our lives and yeah so just what we're just gonna stop so yeah, you guys can go it. watch well yeah. hopefully yeah go ahead go. You, it's on Amazon Prime you can rent it I bought it but really you can live an amazing life and we believe in you Well, that's a wrap on this episode of our summer series, Mondays with Mackenzie on Sober Gratitudes. We are so glad you joined us today. Staying sober not only in the summertime, but all year round is absolutely possible. We hope to carry that message. Sobriety doesn't have to be hard. Just reach out for help. We're here for you and we hope to see you next time.